Okay, hang on. We'll, we'll get on with it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new show. We are, That's a horrendous start. Cancelling that. That was horrendous. Let, let's see this thing I've ever heard. Let's try again and let's try and make it sound less like Bib Station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. We'll, I'll, I'll cancel that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a, do a new show. Um, we have the Northern Monkeys podcast, Northern Monkeys football podcast. Um, we'll be talking football and uh, we'll be talking football. Um, we've got three of us, for, so we'll start by introducing everybody, I suppose. Uh, we've got Daniel Oden. Do you want to say hello? Hello, you all right? Yeah, mate, you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, and we've got Wayne. Hi, Wayne. I don't have a last name. I'm a bit like Pelé. Yeah. Yes. Like Madonna. In Chaldinia. <laughs> In Chaldinia. Yeah. It would come back up again at some point. Yeah. Nice to be here. Yeah, and my name's Matt. Uh, Matt Lax. You'll Odin we Daniel Odin we call Odin. You'll hear him call me Laxy. And Wayne's just Wayne Piney, so Yeah, fine. <laughs> That's the way we're going with this. Got to go. That's the way it's going to be, unfortunately, for you. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, we're, we're a bunch of a couple of football fans from up north, and we uh, like talking about football, so we thought we'd start doing this and uh, see how it goes. Um, so, we want to, do we want to talk about who we support and things first? Should we go through that? Let everybody know where our bias stands? I'm completely neutral. I, I have no bias whatsoever. Um I'm just really, really hoping that Sheffield don't make the Champions League because otherwise my life's going to be mis- miserable, absolutely miserable. The irony is you two both spot different clubs, but you both feel exactly the same. Yeah. Just to be clear, I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Odin is a Leeds fan, and we will be exploiting Odin's insecurities as a Leeds fan <laughs> in uh, what always happens at the end of a football season where they throw it apart. Uh, yeah, just throw it away, yeah. and we'll completely just sing leads are falling apart at him. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll come on to the topic anyway. Uh, that's that's why I love being a Leeds fan. It's uh, it, it won't be a Leeds fan if uh, there were no hatred towards us. It, it's it's fantastic, really. We're just <laughs> reveling it, <laughs> reveling being hated. Yeah, and I'm a Rotherham fan, and we'll, we'll come on to Leeds later on in this episode, and we'll come on to Rotherham later on in this episode, because there's some a lot of EFL talk over the past couple of months, and uh, I'm going to enjoy some of that. I, I can enjoy it right now. Odin, you've got to wait a few more weeks, but probably potentially enjoy it. Yeah, but I'm going to enjoy the Rotherham bit. We will be enjoying it. <laughs> um, so first of all, how have we dealt with no football on the telly up until when the Germans get on? It was, it was hell, wasn't it? You know what? There's only so much Brooklyn Nine Nine you can watch. <laughs> um, uh, you don't realise because I, I could go probably a weekend from working um, without catching a game, maybe from something just here and you know scores and things like that. And my phone is going off, which is never helpful. Um, you know, when you realize you've got nothing to catch up on over the weekend. Oh, so my life must be empty, completely empty, because we are, well, I'm bored out of my mind. 
Mm. You return to German second division and I'm celebrating. So, <laughs> Championship at Premier League back this week. Mm. Just awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, definitely. Premier League back on Wednesday. We've got Sheffield United at Villa, the first one back. Um, Odie, what do you think? So, obviously, with games that we've met, we've watched a lot of German football and Spanish football. One of the things that we, I think, I think they are bringing it Premier League is the crowd noises and the sort of pixelated crowd in the background. Yeah. Do you? How do you think that's? Do you care? Do you think that's going to be good? What do you reckon? Well, at first I thought it was quite a cheesy idea, uh, mm. but from watching first game in uh, Bundesliga, uh, and it just it just felt like a friendly. We're good to have football back, obviously, mm. you know, and, and, and decent football. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, it's made a, a lot bigger difference than I thought it would. Uh, just It just feels more competitive and uh, it's just a better uh, a better all-round watch. Yeah, definitely. My, I, the crowd noise, I, th- I thought, I think, like I said, it had been pretty good. The, the, in Spain, where they've pixelated this crowd onto it, I don't really see why they've done it. It doesn't make it feel any more or less of a game. Hmm. Because the crowd doesn't look real anyway. It just looks like somebody's put a sheet in over some sheets. It doesn't look like a crowd. It just look, it just looks rubbish. That part looked rubbish. I think someone made a reference on uh, on Twitter to it looking like FIFA 99 on PS1. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't see what that adds. Um, I, I was against the crowd noise, to be honest with you, before I heard it, because it, you feel like, oh, no, I'm a purist. I just, I just want you know to hear the action. And then when you hear the games that didn't have crowd noise, you can just hear people shouting instructions in mm. German. I mean, my German's not as good as it used to be. Can't say to each other. But yeah, I, I agree with you, and I think the crowd noise did add to it. Um, knowing that it's only going to be a short-term thing, I think it's, it's something that works. It's a bit of a novelty, um, and it, it sort of helps blend the game back in. The problem for me was when there were no crowd noises, that boom went ball at it. It would just it just echoed because there's a fifty thousand seat stadium and there's nobody in it. The ball that again hit echoes. It just it just felt like I say it just felt like an, a a preseason friendly or like a you no know, like a training session in a stadium like they sometimes do it. Just felt really shitty. Well, even though some of the games were quite good in Germany particularly. Um it were yeah. It weren't the same. It's not the same. No. But this week we get our football back. It's been good to watch Germans and Spanish and blah blah blah. But this week the Premier League's back, and the champ is Championship back Saturday, Sunday, isn't it? Uh, Sat- yeah, Friday. Yep. It's Saturday, Friday, Saturday. I'll get fixed up in a minute. I'll look. But first, the first week, first night back is a very underwhelming way to come back. Really, I think if you were going to pick a game to come back, Sheffield United at Aston Villa is probably the last game you'd pick in Premier League. <laughs> Unless you're a Sheffield United and Villa fan, I mean, it's it's a massive game for both of them, but it's underwhelming. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull my uh, my bias out in it for a second and just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I don't see what the draw of that game is, especially for a six o'clock kickoff. No, um, but I think it'd be a bit of a benchmark. Mm. Sheffield have been the prize team at the division. You know, they're up in seventh at the moment. Um, with games in hand, we're game in hand, obviously, which is their game in hand. So they're going up to up to fifth. Villa second bottom can get out of the relegation zone with the win. If you were to look at that at the start of the season, you know where your money would be. 
Mm. And what I'm thinking is, is this another start of the season? Are we looking at a fresh start? We've been that long? Possibly. This is, this is what's been interesting with you looking at the German games and things like that. These extra substitutions, I think, have helped a lot to be almost like a start of the season. Because you, you can change half your team, basically, whenever you want. And I'm not, I'm not a particularly big fan of that. To be honest, I think three would have been okay. And it's just about managing your squad and, and whatnot. But like I say, it's been interesting how Sheffield United, particularly Sheffield United, I think Villa, I don't think it makes a difference Villa. Villa. I think they struggled from start. And I think they were going to struggle from start. Sheffield United, it's going to be interesting to see how they restart. Because like I say, if, if, if this was next season, we would have all expected Sheffield to drop off. Because you, well, Hull did it a few years ago, didn't they? And Swansea have done it. Where you come up and have a really good season and then drop off, is it is it potentially going to be a, a second season syndrome, but not in the second season? Um, as somebody who doesn't particularly have a hatred towards Sheffield United, I don't mind Sheffield. I would like to see them get in the Champions League. I think it'd be fantastic for English football to have Leicester and Sheffield United in Champions League. It'd be brilliant as a story. Um, I understand you two may disagree with that, Ode. No, I'm not a fan of that idea. <laughs> uh, no, if it, it, it depends how they come back, doesn't it? I mean, it, it, we are they've uh, they've been all season is, uh, and there's only there's only one reason I think why why did they, and that's because uh, because of Wilder. I mm. think what he's done with it with that with that squad that the uh, they've got, yeah, uh, because there's quite a lot of we'd say journeymen. Championship players in the uh, in the side even still now, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's worked wonders. It's, a, it's a, part of that team. It's the League One team. Some of that, some of them players are League One players. Mm. Uh, so like I said, what he's, what he's done. I mean, when when they sign Billy Sharp in Championship, you're thinking they'll get him up to Championship, and then that'll be the last we see of him. And he's often done really well for me at Championship. He's not often not playing every week in this one, but he's still doing a good job for him coming on and scoring every so often. He's a bit of a talisman, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's seeing players like uh, Jack O'Connell, who is a good player, but he was a good player in League One. He wasn't an outstanding player in League One. Yeah. You know, Billy Sharp's done it in the Championship previously, but Leon Clark, really? And, you know, is Leon Clark still there? He's still there, yeah. John, John Fleck. Like, and it's amazing. I, these players have just kept going all the way up through mm. the division. And were never standout players in any of the leagues, but just performed. And it's it's still working. You know, um, all the money spent on scouting, mm. professions and clubs, and they haven't worked out at Sheffield United. Which mm. all this time. Yeah. yeah. Well, management's been been incredible. It helps as a club man, doesn't it? He's a Sheffield fan. That that's part of it, obviously. But at the same time, I could go manage Rotherham and I won't be able to do very good. He's obviously got to have something behind him as well, obviously good coaching staff and stuff, but fans took took to him. It was patient as well. I remember Sheffield United's a story where you go back to when he first came in, but they bought him in October or something. Bottom of League One in October or something, and they stuck with him and wouldn't league by a million points or whatever it was. Um, he's always done well where he's gone, Wilder. North, with Northampton and Oxford or someone I think we had gone before. We've done well. Yeah. Um, and we'll go to the other side of that villa. The relegation zone is really, really tight. Other than Norwich, who are rock bottom, you've got Villa second bottom and 19 points. 
uh, t- 19 points, 25 points. Uh, and then you've got Brighton in 15, so four places up on 29 points. It's really, really, really close. Yeah. I, I, I just think, I think probably back to Southampton, you're probably, probably looking at being safe just because of the number of teams down there. But mm. it's not. Are we, are we right in Norwich off? Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love them. They play nice football and they're exciting to watch, but unfortunately for them, they're just not very good. Not six points. I would have wrote Watford off at the start of the season. A lot of teams did, and they're outside the relegations, aren't they, minute? They got written off before Pearson came in. When did Pearson come in? About December, something like that. Yeah. Before, before Pearson came in, Watford were dead and buried. Uh, and again, I'm not particularly a Pearson fan, but what, what he's done there is... is it's fantastic. I don't think it's a long-term solution, but well, nothing at Watford's a long-term solution, is it? I don't think they long-term to them is about three months. I don't think the term long-term features at Watford in anything. No. No. They're about six months away from sacking Vicarage Road. <laughs> um, just looking at the six teams at the bottom, though, might be interesting to have a little prediction on the three to go down, if yeah. relegation does even indeed happen. No. Well, that's well, yeah. Well, that's something we talked about. If, if we have to cancel football again, surprisingly, the bottom seven or eight clubs don't want relegation. Shockingly, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen. But you never know. Uh, yeah, go then, Ori. Do you want to have a first pop? Bottom th- who do you think is going to go down this season? Yeah, well, I think Norwich. Uh, I'm just going to go Norwich, Villa, and Brighton. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Brian Brian started okay under what's his face, Harry Potter, Potter. Graham Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they. <laughs> that joke will never not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't not, you can't be called Potter nowadays. If you call Potter, you're just going to be butt of everybody's jokes. So unfortunately, that's just life. Yeah, I think I think Norwich. I would agree. Six points. I kind of don't want to write them off. I, I don't have any sort of hatred towards Norwich. I just felt like, like you said, the way they play. Um, I can't see this turnaround being done. Bear in mind if Villa win the game, and that's just uh, uh, seven points. Mm. Mm, not sure, but I think I'm going to have to write them off. But I don't think Villa are Bournemouth. You know, I think, I think Villa are going to struggle big time. I'm I'm going to go West Ham and Brighton, you know. I get they're a bit further up, but West Ham, I think it's just there's a really negative atmosphere in the club that I don't think is going to get changed anytime soon. I think they've got a tough running and all, aren't they, uh, West Ham? Yeah. yeah. Just... They, they, are, they are one of them clubs, when it goes sour, for some reason it just does really go sour quite quickly. They're a really strange club in that sense. They're, I suppose a little bit like uh, Newcastle. When things are quite good, everybody's jolly and happy and friendly. But when things go bad, they go bad very, very quickly. And quite nastily at times. I remember a few years ago when they uh, they had that game, I can't remember, with Burnley when they lost and the fans come up pitch, planting his corner flag in centre circle and Gold and Sullivan were getting many, lots and lots of abuse. Um that's the, the what's done West Ham is that stadium move. I know, I mean, how many years ago that's four or five years ago, probably longer than that. And somehow they've just not managed to 
make it the home in an odd way? Well, just looking at, like I say, looking at West Ham's running final game of the season at home against Villa. Oh, oh yes. I hope they're still in it. I love a good last day at season game to keep somebody up. They're brilliant. It's like a playoff. Yeah. I love it. You've got um, a couple of games coming up soon. Um, just looking at the runnings there, I would say probably West Ham's got the toughest of the runnings. Mm. Uh, the thing is with West Ham, though, they've got, they've got a good team, they've got a good squad of players. So they're the team that, although they might have a tough running, they've got the possibility to be, able, to be able to put some performances in and, well, stay up. It's just their inconsistency that's costing them. They're relying on they're still relying on people like Antonio and Snodgrass, who should, in theory, be past it, to drag them out of shit. Yeah. Well, I was talking to a West Ham fan at work um, for several hours the other day, and um, it, he was he was worried. Um and he's talking about Antonio like he was going to be the solution. And he's a good player, but he ain't the solution to your problems, unfortunately. No. Um, and just, to, well, I said about West Ham's running being bad. Um, I think Watford is probably slightly easier, apart from the fact that their final two games, if it does go down to that, are Man City at home, Arsenal away. So for hope for their sake, they've got enough points in the board going into the uh, end of July. Yeah, because Arsenal, you would have thought, would be challenging for summer, and City are just City. Although they've not been as good this year, they're still that's still the best one of the best teams in the league, obviously. Yeah. Um, Who are you going for? I can't see Norwich and Villa getting out of it. Norwich particularly, but Villa are, are, are massively a one-man team. Mm. If Grealish doesn't do it for them, they, they just they are just an average team. Defence um, and all, aren't they? So again, they've got worse defence in the league and all. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a bit disappointed when Dean Smith comes. You went for us. You obviously want to see a young English manager come up into the Premier League and do a good job because it's it has a knock-on effect to, to England in end. Uh, but it's just an average, and they spent a fortune, haven't they? It's not like they've not spent money a little bit. They've spent a fortune, and I, over hundred million, weren't it? It's just daft amount. I can't really tell you what they've bought. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? They've not brought in a Premier League player who think, right, he's going to keep us up this season. They've brought all these people who don't really know Premier League and they've mostly not worked. Obviously, there's going to be one or two exceptions to that. Villa's squad is a squad that will not change that much if they got relegated. Yeah. That is a top end of championship squad. Mm. They've not bought well. I'm glad they haven't worked for him anyway, Dean Smith. I can't stand him. <laughs> Why? Yeah, he's, he's just such a a moaner. Just, just last season at uh, at Leeds when uh, when we scored from when the Villa player were down. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It, it's all stemmed from that, really. Uh, just to. I I agree. I think that's his fault. He's <laughs> what? I think that was definitely Dean Smith's fault, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. uh, it's, it's just his face. He looks like, he looks like, uh, it looks like someone off Postman Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I knew we put Odin in this for a reason. Yeah, that's, that's why you're here, Odin. My hatred of Dean Smith is for a different reason. I watched him captain Wednesday for a season. 
2003 to 2004, and it was the most depressing season of football I've ever seen. I never want to go back to that. I'm scoring overhead kicking about the 94th minute to get as an equaliser at home to Brentford. This was when Brentford were rubbish. Mm. And I celebrated, and then after 10 seconds, I realised what I was celebrating and reevaluated my, my life, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it was so grim. So, yeah, um, I won't mind seeing them go down just to annoy Dean Smith, um, but I don't think they will. I think Bournemouth will come out good. Bournemouth always do. Yeah. This, is, this is the worst trouble they've been in since they've come up. But I, I, I like Eddie Howe, and I think whereas Villa have spent a lot of money on not very much, Bournemouth have spent a reasonable amount of money. They've not, you know, not spent no, but they, they buy normally reasonable players. Obviously, it's not worked out with someone like Solanke and... Well, the other one from Liverpool, Ibe. Ibe, yeah. Ibe, no. Those two have not really worked out. But other than that, most more times than not, they buy pretty well. So I suspect that might see him through. I think Nigel Pearson will drag Watford over at line. If he needs to drag him over at line bareback and by his own bare hands, he'll do it. That's what Nigel Pearson does. He'll just do it, he'll just, grab, just get him, ground it out. I do worry for Brighton. You, you you don't really know much. We don't know enough about Potter at this type of level. So that's, I I would go Norwich, Villa, and Brighton. Like I said, I think West Ham have got too much quality. In 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 theory, anyway. Um, from from a Rotherham fan who's obviously going to be at Championship next year, I want the worst teams to come down. So if Bournemouth can come down and Norwich are coming down, obviously. Yeah, bring Brian down as well. They're, they're three teams who are not necessarily going to be the strongest teams going down. I'm not saying we're going to challenge them. <laughs> if you're talking about from an away fan point of view, in the away days that you want, you've got to have Villa. You want to see Villa come down. Um, I've been to Brighton this season. And I don't have any intention of going back. We, <laughs> we won. It was great, but um, it was about... A 14-hour round, which I don't think we're doing again. Um, West Ham, yeah, good ticket allocation, but solar stadium? No, no maybe not. Uh, Norwich is about three miles east of Copenhagen. Just <laughs> um, Watford, not, not, too, not too hard to get to. What my Watford? Never been there before. It's not a bad way there, Watford. It's basically a new ground, though, isn't it? Over the past few years, they've, they've done it up. They've done most of it up, haven't they? So it's, it's almost a brand new stadium. Yeah, and then you've got Bournemouth. That Well, Odin, as a Leeds fan, how do you feel about going to Bournemouth? Maybe on a bank holiday or something like that. What, a Bournemouth uh, staying up? Oh! Well, like, see, I feel like this is a good time to transition onto uh, the top of the championship here. Do you not want to talk about Liverpool and that? <laughs> well, Liverpool's a foregone conclusion. I mean, they could be champions on Sunday by beating Everton, theoretically. Um, I'm kind of hoping they just give Liverpool the title because their fans are unbearable at the best of times. <laughs> You'll be popular now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've, I've spent 25 years listening to listening to them singing how many times they want uh, want title, and they've not won it since late 80s. Come on, give us a give us a break, lads. 
yeah, admittedly, they've been best team in England this season, and you could probably argue last season as well, based on the number of the points we got. Admittedly, they weren't because they didn't win title, but um, so they, de- they don't deserve it. But, oh, God, just give them the title and then fast forward a year for someone else to win, so I don't have to listen to them. <laughs> you know, you've, you've had time to sort of settle it in, though, now it's not like it's a surprise. It's like we've had we've had six months to say Liverpool are going to win the league. Let's all get used to it. It's going to happen. Yeah, but I was hoping there was going to be given the title and that season would sort of be over so that we wouldn't have to listen to it and we could play the whole. No, you didn't really win the title. You were given it, card. <laughs> oh, Wayne. Well, yeah. Well, you're right. That's probably a foreign conclusion. We'll mention that next week if we if and when they win it. If it's not Sunday, it'll be. Saturday after whenever they play next, it's. I, it's... I don't. I don't think they'll win it. Um, I think it will be when City play Chelsea. I, I don't know if that's their uh, game in hand. I don't think City. I think they'll both win the next two games and then City play Chelsea. I don't. I think yeah. they'll win. Next. Next, next Thursday, City Chelsea. Yeah, I think that's probably when. Uh, that's my prediction anyway. Well, well, even if if Liverpool win on Sunday, if, if if City win on Wednesday, and then City win on Sunday, City Liverpool play before City again. So Liverpool could win it before City even play again. Yeah. Um, you would expect that they will. Uh, you would expect City to beat Burnley. Um, yeah. It's just if the possibility of Arsenal getting something against them. That's that's the only real one there. Yeah. No, it is absolutely. Um, oh yeah, we'll move on to EFL now. There's Champions League to talk about, but bear in mind we don't know how teams are going to start. It's difficult to make a prediction with that with how many teams are in for us. So we'll move on to the we'll move on to the EFL. There's two parts of the EFL to talk about. We'll talk about the football that's actually happening first. Um, Odin, you're a Leeds fan. Yeah. And this time last year, no, well, obviously not June last year, but this stage of the season last year, you must have thought you were up. Um not really. Not so much last season. Um, I think we've been burnt by that too many, well, once or twice before in terms of, uh, like, like you said, it's falling apart to end the season. But it, it won't happen this time. Um, I'm as confident as, a, as ever. And I'm glad it's not gone, gone to points per game. Uh, even though in every scenario that that have probably happened. We'd have been, we'd have been get title or promoted anyway. I'm glad we're, uh, I'm glad we're playing it out because we just get people like you, the haters, uh, saying you're, you're good at it and you'd have fell apart anyway. So, so yeah, we're just gonna win it on merit. And uh, uh. so, to be fair, I would have been maybe happy is not the right term, but I think it would have been fair if they did end the season, to give you and West Brom the automatic promotion. I don't think anyone would have really complained about that, to be honest. You know, you, you're comfortably ahead. Um, you've got you've got the room and the potential, as always, being Leeds, to throw it away. And can't write that off. I, I'd probably agree with you that I don't think you're going to throw it away this year, but it's always fun to watch you try. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it won't happen. Especially with... Games coming thick and fast and all. I think uh, I think that suits us down to a T. I mean, we we fittest team in the league. I'll say that because he can't play football that Bielsa wants us to play without being like top level fitness 
you just you just won't make it in team. So I'm I'm confident. Yeah, it is it is unfortunate from a neutral's point of view that the break does work in your favour. It would have been interesting. I I I think you probably will still make it up. But had the season finished, it was you are the fittest team in the league up until a certain point, and then tiredness has always crept in with Bielsa's teams. It's not tiredness. It's well, it's summer. You look at Bielsa's record last season in particular. You were looking so comfortable in February. You were looking good. You might have been miles clear in terms of points, but you were looking amazing, and you had a bit of a buffer. And then Casilla and people like that decided to start, you know, doing stuff. He's banned though, isn't he, Casilla? That's one one thing that works in your favour. I think I think you're doing uh, Sheffield United a bit of injustice. There we are. Well, they finished uh, last season. A bit of both, a bit of both, but then you, you you could even tie into your playoff when you go to Derby, you go to your away leg at Derby. Oh, last season were a better Derby than this year, and you did hard work and took away a victory. Yeah, yeah. And then again, yeah, that. Was I do feel I, I, I do feel sorry for you in, in past, but I, I can't see you not doing this this year. No, well, there's not really. I mean, before break, I think Fulham had had a few inconsistent results and all and right, I think, yeah well, Brentford, at one point Brentford were looking at mounting an attack and that never happened mm. they sort of fell off a little bit did you draw with them quite short yeah we did, we did yeah we drew, uh, drew 1-1 um, so yeah look, top, top of Champions not Leeds and West Brom is, well West Brom is 6 points clearly to 7 so with less than 10 games left that sh- those two, you two should go up. Um, I do like West Brom. I, I think they've, they've done a good job. They've not again. They've not spent much money. Similar to you, a little bit. Not spent that much money, mm. but seems to have got in a reasonable amount of people. Again, much like Leeds in terms of getting a good manager in, and that's that's half a job, half a battle done. And West Brom probably go up. Fulham and Fulham, Brentford and Forest probably look safe for the playoffs. Probably. Um, and then that last sixth spot in playoff is up between quite a few 56 points Swansea are in 11th on 53 points that is very very close and Darby only two points back on, on 51 it could literally be anyone from Preston in 6 down to that team that are down in 15th it could be anyone honestly yeah. um, uh, Preston always look like they're going to cause problems it always like you know they're a danger. Them they never do. They're never there at the end of the season. Um, Bristol City, a good season. Well, I'm not feeling it. I wouldn't. Write I, can't, it. I don't want Bristol City to go. Up. I can't stand Lee Johnson. He's he's got one of them faces. I just I just don't like him. I don't know what it is. I can't quite put my finger on it. I just don't like him. He's got little man syndrome, money. Yeah. He's, um, I, I think he'd be one of those people that you'd love if you were your manager. Probably. But I can't listen to his interviews. No. He's got no sense of perspective at all. He's, even when you, you're watching him after a game, say you've watched it on telly and it's not even against your team, you're just listening thinking, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll move on slightly further down the table. So, in theory, the relegation battle at the bottom, 
is not dead, but Luton and Barnsley are probably down. The last relegation spot is up for grabs. Um, Wayne will move on to your team, who, if you want to, if anybody that's not aware, Wednesday are in a real tr- potential trouble at getting a reasonable points deduction, aren't they? Yeah, um, we are going to get a points deduction. I'm pretty certain about that. Okay. Um, the way, so for those that don't know, Wednesday, Derby, and Birmingham. We're all looking at points deductions from Football League. Um, all for the similar similar reasons, basically. Um, resulting around financial fair play and the loopholes, shall we say, that some teams have exploited by selling their stadium. Uh, to is, that, is that same for Birmingham, sorry? I thought Birmingham was something slightly different. Birmingham, uh, Birmingham have also got the um, breach of the already imposed uh, sanctions. Uh, yeah. Um, the difference between Wednesday and Derby being that Derby did it in a way that makes it look vaguely legitimate. <laughs> There's was an extremely dodgy sale as well, and an extremely dodgy price, £81 million for that ground in Derby. If anyone's knows that particular area where Brad Park is, one know you would have to expand that area ten times to get the value that they want for that. Mm. Um, Wednesday, on the other hand, went on a different route and decided to do it <laughs> As a complete and utter lie. <laughs> um, we sold the ground 18 months ago when it wasn't even registered with land registry 18 months ago. Um, so we've just up- upright lied to the Football League. Um, it's bordering on fraud, isn't it? I mean, alleged fraud. I don't know where we stand with potential legal action, if you know, but it's bordering on fraud, isn't it? It's very, very suspect. I'm not here to comment on whether it's legal or not. <laughs> Suffice to say, if I was a, uh, a solicitor looking at that, I would be laughing my head off at them think, thinking, who decided this was the right thing to do? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure a point seduction is coming our way. The, uh, you know, the, the idea that it could be up to 21 points, I think, is not, not going to be likely um, based on the fact that I think the EFL did give the green light for the deal to go ahead and then realise that they didn't do due diligence on their own legal side to do that. Um, so they'll have to take some stick for it as well. And I, th- I think realistically, putting a points deduction on this season is also unlikely. I think it's going to be suspended points for next season. So I don't think relegation is going to come. However, ask me again in 12 months and uh, it might be a different matter altogether. I would say the likely punishment is going to be nine points, um, looking at what uh, the rumours banded around are, and the fact that the EFL never actually dished out points, uh, points which have 21 points. I know Luton had the whole thing a few years ago, but that was multiple different issues. Um, Rotherham were amongst a host of teams that got 17 points deduction for administration. Uh, but I think we're kind of moving away from that aspect now and trying to recover more from financial losses. Mm. So I think probably looking more like around nine points, which would put us bang level with Charlton, third bottom. <laughs> oh, that'd be a shame, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, possibly imagine what would happen if we got relegated this year. I think uh, Sunderland probably got kicked off Netflix and it turned into a Wednesday documentary. Um, based on the wages we're paying people. I'm not worried about relegation. I think the teams down there are a lot worse than us, even if we did get that points deduction, which, again, I don't think is likely. I think it'll probably be next year. Mm. 
but equally, Christmas we were uh, we were third. So I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Od? Uh, well, I, I hope they, they make an example. Um, <laughs> I, I think they, they well and truly deserve. Uh, Deserve these points deduction, deductions uh, after laughing at us like see, you know, when we had uh, yeah. we points deducted, and yeah, just be nice to. Uh... So you can join the club. We've, we've got T-shirts and everything for points deductions. It's great. We've we've had a total of forty points taken off us by the EFL over a course of our existence, and that was only about 15, 15 years back. They loved. They used to love dishing points at taking points off people, didn't they? So just to be clear, was Odin t- as a Leeds fan taking the moral high ground on, on administration? This a team <laughs> went into administration thirty seconds before the final whistle of the season, <laughs> and we were punished for that. Yeah, you were. Yeah, they changed rules, Cosy, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. We, old Ken Bates found a loophole in it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I miss Ken Bates. Uh, Show me, Dolad. Another bloke with that stand. Uh, so we'll move on to EFL part two, which is a story in itself. So if anybody's not in England and doesn't isn't aware, England has been split into a top two tiers and effectively a bottom two tiers. Premier League and, and Championship are going back playing because they've got actual money. League one and two, most of League one and two don't have enough money to complete the season, whether that's for testing purposes, for COVID tests, or playing behind closed doors. There's just, just basically not enough money to come in um, t- to be sustainable. Uh, clubs would have potentially gone to the wall had had they got, had they gone back playing again. So what that's meant is the top two in League One have gone up automatically. The top three in League Two have gone up because that's how the system works. Uh, and then there's a playoff system in League One and League Two for those four teams. Um, I support Rotherham. And we are the benefactors of that promotion. A team that are not the benefactor are Peterborough United, uh, who have been very, very vocal about how unlucky and how unjust it has been to them. Uh, Peterborough have now ended the season seventh outside of the playoffs, which is obviously a crying shame for everybody. Um, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I'm going to have a tiny bit of a rant because I have got a little bit annoyed with Dara McAnthony was obviously the chairman, and Barry Fry and a couple of their journalists. For some reason, they've got to bear in mind they finished seventh and three, I think three points behind us. Apparently, it's a foregone conclusion that Peterborough were going to finish second. It was, it was that's exactly that was what was going to happen. They've been, they've been the victim of the most heinous crime in football. If you listen to anything that's coming out of Peterborough, and it's just baffling. Dara McAnthony says next season's going to be their vengeance tour. Fuck off, what are you talking about, your vengeance tour? It's, it's ridiculous, you've missed out on a possible place in playoffs, which you might not have got. And I, I, the, the team I feel really sorry for is, is Tranmere, who, who have had to be relegated because of points per game. They were, they were three points uh, away from safety, and just, just happened to be when the season ended, that's where they were, and that points per game has put them down. They're the team that, if anybody's been unjustly tracked, it's, it's Tranmere. Peter have missed out on a possibility of going up. Tramby have missed out on a possibility of, going, of staying up when they were in a reasonable chance. So while Darren McCarthy and his Barry Fry could just sod off 
it's the most pathetic campaign against them. They've not kicked off against Coventry. They've not kicked off against other teams. Rotherham have not deserved this promotion. I have no idea why. I don't know why they took it upon themselves to aim all the hate at just one club, just because we're in second. Um, I think that might be me rant over. I think I've got it out of my system now. <laughs> Alexa. You what? Are you feeling better now? I feel like you've been holding that one in for a while. Yeah, I, I feel a bit better now. <laughs> I, I do love the film Vengeance Tour. It feels like a WWF event or something like that. It, it, um, guy, when the, when the season first ended, he came out on Twitter because he loves a, loves a Twitter, uh, well, loves a tweet. He came out and said that the season shouldn't go back ahead because teams are go to wall. When the EFL said, oh, we're probably going to finish points per game because of clubs, he threatened the EFL with a legal, bat- a, a legal battle of epic proportions. And then when... Every, every every other football fan in the country said, "What are you threatening to set sue people for?" Oh, I never threatened to sue people. I, mean, I just these people are allowed to run football. It's just it really makes me cross. <laughs> <laughs> it really got, it really annoyed me, especially when there's other clubs who are in much worse positions than them. It's just pathetic. Thoughts. <laughs> well. well um, for anyone listening, we will put the Samaritans number over to Lexa because we're, <laughs> hey, uh, we're going up. I'm all right. But w- once he's finished his rant, I agree because it, it is really embarrassing watching him tweet some of the things he tweets. Um, and it's it feels like it, it feels like the sort of thing that you would see fake Twitter accounts tweeting just to get their numbers up. It almost feels like it's just a social media game. But his previous history, you know it's not. It is genuinely what he believes. I couldn't imagine going for a night out with a guy. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine tolerating him for more than about 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, hats off to his mates. Or mate, maybe we're not too sure. But um, <laughs> when he's interested in being friends with Darren McAnthony, we'll, um, we'll pay you to do so. Um, because I, I can't, I couldn't imagine having to deal with him on a daily basis. I feel sorry for Peterborough's fans, <laughs> really they do. They're, they're lapping it up. I, I don't have a problem with Peterborough. I quite like Peterborough's club in in the past. Uh, so it's not like we've we've got a particular rival with with them. But this has just been bizarre. One of their directors on the day that they found out this is probably going to happen, one of their directors again tweeted out that he went and sat under a tree and cried because they weren't going to get a playoff spot. And I'm like, if you got private, we're in the middle. <laughs> to take this away from football slightly, we're in the middle of a global pandemic where there's, you know, many people that unfortunately died, and he's crying because his team aren't going to get in playoffs. It's just <sighs> anyway. Oh, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, I, I think I'd be quite annoyed if if he were if he weren't doing that. Uh, you want the you want someone at top who. Would fight tooth and nail, whether right or wrong, for mm. uh, a football club. I, I, I'm not taking that. Yeah, a lot of the stuff he has said is it, pretty stupid. But uh, I think I wouldn't expect any anything other than that from from chairman and equality. You know, mm. wanting because obviously fans they're they're laughing it up because yeah. they obviously think that you know he, he's there. He's a mouthpiece. Yeah. I, I, I definitely appreciate his passion and his desire to get best for his club. There's no question about that. He clearly wants the best for his club. 
I just don't I don't particularly like the way he's going to route it. Um, but that may be because it, it, it's almost all of it's been aimed at, at my club. That might be part of it. Yeah. Um, what did Ipswich propose? They proposed an extension to the playoffs, and I can't. I don't know whether it's going to be eight, an eight-team playoff or a ten-team playoff or something like that. Um, I think they proposed anything that meant they get back into the playoffs. Same as Sunderland, really. Uh, maybe yeah. a proposal for teams to go up if they've been once a part of the Premier League or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Tramway did a proposal as well, which I know. Again, they're just trying to save their own skin, and I, and I, I get it. They, their proposal was something along the lines of the t- you take a three-year average of the of a, basically a points total, and if you're within that range of error, then you don't get to go up or down. You have to either go in a playoff or you stay up or you stay up and not get relegated. And then next season we have a 27 team league or something like that. It was properly crazy, but they were trying to save themselves, which I don't, which I understand. I, I, I understand everything that you know. I understand the passion they've done it, but there's ways and means to do it, and I don't like where some teams are going about it. Personally, um, the, way, the, the, the way that the possible hypocrisy is in this is teams like Fleetwood and Wickham who were voted to end the season, so to not play any more games, and have now found themselves in playoffs, so they've got to play at least two more games, potentially three more games. That, for me, would be the part that would annoy me the most as a Peter, as a fan of Peter Ipswich Sunderland. Why, If they're voted to end the season, do we think that they should be allowed to play in playoffs? What do we reckon? There is the element of hypocrisy there, hmm. um, which is... A bit embarrassing, really. Yeah. I you know, that board meeting where they decided that, um, and they put the you know they put their interest forward to say the end season, and they found themselves in a playoff mm. that and everyone's agreed to do. Um, <laughs> I think you know you're our sort of resident League One expert here, Alexa. Which mm. is uh, well, I might see it next season, but. Me and Odin have managed to avoid it for the last few years. Um, what's you know what's the monetary value for going up six million something like that in TV rights? I think it's up to eight million, seven or eight million is the, the figure that's been banded around. And for, for teams like Fleetwood and Wickham, that's a massive amount of money. Um, yeah, look where did we Yeovil a few years ago when they got in there? A team that had such small overheads, mm. completely against them. Um, you can only imagine what I like, sell so Fleetwood when yeah. that sort of money to spend. I mean, it'd be a great way. Do you think we can trust Joey Barton with seven million quid? I couldn't trust Joey Barton with a pair of scissors, never mind seven million. <laughs> Just think of the amount of people he could pay to punch Daniel Stendhal with that. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Must be legal reasons, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I look forward to playoffs. I, I do like the playoffs. Any system, it's better, always better with fans in, but they're going to be played behind closed doors. So in uh, in League One, you've got Fleetwood and Wickham. And uh, so Fleetwood, Wickham and Fleetwood will play each other, Oxford and Pompey in the other one. And obviously, they'll play through to a final. I'd like to see Wickham go up just because it, it's nice sometimes to see a little club getting to get into a championship and have a go. Burton did it for a few seasons, did it quite well. They managed to stay up, didn't they? And, uh, did a good job. So it's nice to have one of those stories every so often, I think. 
personally. Um, yeah, they have a tough few years as well. Um, yeah, field. So I, I would like to see them go up. Um, Do you want to mention on um, Coventry? So Coventry have gone up as champions. Quick mention on the years of shite that they've had to go through. It's hopefully their fans are really enjoying this promotion because they probably deserve it more than most. Completely agree. Um, been there three, four times. Uh, down to what actually at the Rico rather than at Northampton or Birmingham. The <laughs> um, the amount of cancel they've gone through by a season and all the other um, issues of that really happy for them and deserved as well. Yeah, I think even you would agree with that chasing them. I think it's probably deserved to finish third that they finish as champions. Probably, yeah. I mean, the two games we've had against them, we we've done really well. But of course, the season of a thirty games, they end up being four or five points clear, or they were a few points away game on or something like that. So I can't, you can't, I can't really argue with them going up. I, th- I, th- I think the best two teams have gone up. I'm, I know I'm biased, probably biased there. Uh, but we're, we're second, we've been top, we were top of the league for a month, for two months, and then we've been second for a while. And similar to Coventry, they've had a semi-slow start, but once they've got up there, they've not looked like throwing it away. So personally, I think the best two teams have gone up. I think Oxford are the third best team. So if, you, if you're going to pick a team who are the best, Oxford are probably the, that third team. But playoffs don't work like that. We know playoffs are a, a good laugh. So who knows what's going to happen with that one. Um, finally, we'll move on to League Two. Um, again, their promotion this is exactly the same as uh, League One. Swindon, Crewe and Plymouth are their three teams that are going up. And their playoff system is Cheltenham against Northampton, Exeter against Colchester. But the real story in League Two is at the bottom. The very bottom of the English pyramid. Uh, Macclesfield Town have been so far deducted 11 points and that doesn't put them bottom of the league yet but they're currently in the process of getting a charge of more misconduct basically their chairman doesn't seem to like to pay the players for doing their job as best as best i can tell uh, and the efl have taken a stance that that's not very good which i probably think it's agreed really if you if you went to work and you weren't getting paid i don't think you'd be very happy about it would you what's going on at macclesfield is an absolute travesty. Um, that club that literally it's got no one's got any hatred for. I don't know mm. Macclesfield's rivals, really. No, I, it's just like Alderman people, like you know, the sort of smaller Manchester area clubs. Geographically, maybe Stockport or something like that. And definitely Stevenage at minute. I don't think Stevenage like them at minute because they're the ones that are going to stay for Stevenage Bacon. Well, it's a weird situation with. Any other season, they'd both be going down. You know, we've got the problems where with Bury dropping out of the Football League, which is a completely different uh, kind of worms that we've got open to there, um, means we've only got one relegation spot, which has kind of made this all really interesting. Stevenage should go down. Yeah. They've been by far the worst team in the EFL. No one's going to be heartbroken to see him go down. I don't, again, I don't have anything against Stevenage. But they are the worst team in the league, without a doubt. And Macclesfield, I really worry about their survival if they go down. If they go down, I can see them following Bury. The thing is, if they don't go down, they're going to be in the same situation next year because there's not going to be a change of ownership, I assume. So if it's not going to be this season, it's just a matter of time before. They've had 11 points before now, before before this new misconduct charge, which I think is almost a standard three-point deduction, which would then see him go down. But it's it's just a matter of... It's not like 
me and Odin know, it's not like when we've been in financial trouble, it's because the people in charge have had no money and they've been looking to get rid or to try and move the club on to somebody else or trying to do a bit of you know, financial jiggery of pokery. Macclesfield, as far as I'm aware, they're not trying to sell the club. I've not heard anything about them trying to sell the club. I, mean, I might have missed that. So that means the chairman's not going to go anywhere, but the chairman's not paying players. So I, 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 oh, can you see a way out of this, Ode? Um, not for a club like Macclesfield. Um, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. My current feelings, like say, on on Macclesfield Town, I don't really care whether they survive or go bust. <laughs> you know, it, it's, sad, it's sad to see. It's sad to see, but it's like. I mean, the an advert on the other day uh, with kids the we uh, backwards uh, eyelashes and it's all oh, right, yeah, dig it in, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's sad to see, but once it's gone off, you don't really care, do you? You don't ring up and sponsor them, do you? It's sponsoring guide dogs, sponsoring guide dogs. No, so same with that. It's, yeah, it's, it's sad to see, and it, it does grab your heart when you see it. But um, no, not after adverts gone off. So if Macclesfield did go bust, I'll, I'll, I'll wake up next day and. It, uh, it, I got you now. I, I, I think I missed So what you mean is, when you see it, it's really sad. Yeah. Once you do, once, once if you once you're not looking at it, it's not. Yeah. There, I get you. Yeah. Same with Bury. Same with Bury. Do you think about Bury on a daily basis? No, you don't. Yeah, they're, they're gone. They're, they're a shite football club anyway. You know. <laughs> Have you seen him now? Oh, we're Leeds. We're going to be Premier League. I don't care about anybody else anymore. No, I, I think part of it as well is because because we've been there as well. You know, points deduction. Why why not? Why, why, why let someone get away with it? You know, suffer the same as us. <laughs> you heartless bastard! Get it, get in our boat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm still trying to get over the idea that Macclesfield Town are like save the guide dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still struggling with that one. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> oh, we love you, man. But <laughs> that is a team that I am creating next. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't uh, know. Just to be clear, me and Lexi have known Odin for, well, you've known him a little bit longer, but I've been I've known him for 15 years now. This is exactly the sort of thing we expect from Odin. Yeah. Uh, this is just beautiful, honestly. Don't <laughs> not be argued with. Mm. Don't ever change, mate. I agree. Uh, one last thing before we move on, I want to touch on how we think next season will go in terms of starting again. Because we're going to have to still have finish in May, aren't we? Uh, next season, because of Euros. So we're going to start in September, finish in May, basically. Wayne, how do we think we're going to fit all these games into such a short space of time? This is a leading question, by the way. This is a very leading question, and I'm glad we've brought it up in the first show. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, if you plan on going to bed anytime soon, yeah, you've tuned into the wrong podcast. We <laughs> can't. And I've, I've been an advocate of this for many years. Scrap the League Cup. Scrap it now. Hashtag scrap the League Cup. It's <laughs> up. Right. And the, I'll give you the reason why. 
pointless. No one takes the League Cup seriously anymore. The purpose of the League Cup was that day out at Wembley, the place in Europe. No one's taking it that seriously anymore. Look at the teams at the top and how they treat that League Cup. They treat it as a youth, a youth uh, getting youth team players to exercise. Most leagues in Europe now have scrapped the second trophy, their equivalent of the League Cup competitions. France did it last season. It's it's all on the way out. I think it's a, a dying uh, competition. They're struggling for sponsorship for it. Just get rid. You know, there's better ways to use that extra European place. And the officials, uh, you know, it's... it's there's so much, so much games and so little time. I can't see how you could justify having that competition. They don't get enough in from it in revenue. Yeah, I'll miss, I'll miss being able to see Wednesday lose three 0 to Everton at some point. <laughs> but no, there's other competitions we can do that in. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy seeing Leeds lose one 0 to Oxford at some point. But there's other competitions that we can do that in. <laughs> you know, um, we had a good cup run a few years ago. But, you know, Newcastle when they're in Premier League, Arsenal. I don't, I don't miss it. I don't feel like I've lost out on anything by not seeing that. Mm. It, it's just, for me, it's a completely pointless competition these days. In a time where the Premier League is earning so much money and the FA Cup will always be the FA Cup, there'll always be some prestige to that because I think every club in the country. Mm. So there's a chance of Liverpool playing, you know, Stocksbridge Park Steels in the third round. Um, so yeah, hashtag scrap the league cup during the campaign. <laughs> well, what I would say to argue that is that I only have I only can I only have one argument that could possibly challenge you on that is Bradford, where in I can't even tell you what year it is. It'd be years and years ago when they got when they got to the final. That would be my only thing to say. Well, did not that didn't happen in, in FA Cup? You're never going to get League Two in FA Cup final. But because because teams don't take it so seriously, there's always that possibility for a little club like Bradford. I'm going to call him a little club, sod it. Little club like Bradford to get through to a, a major. What is a, 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 the minute is a major final. I I won't be making comments on Bradford as a club. We've been there before, and we'll just we'll leave out that. Yeah, we'll um, <laughs> I don't. I'm Bradford, honest. Um, but you could you could equally say Lincoln. In the FA Cup a few years ago against the quarterfinals from non-league, I think that was more exciting than seeing Bradford get to the final of a cup that no one was paying attention to. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think that's because F, so FA Cup has, does have this thing to it, and I, I agree. That league Cup's not the biggest thing. I, I enjoy League Cup I, as, a, as a football league club. You get the early game in August against a, a random club. We've had a couple of good away days against Arsenal and Everton, which were really, really good away nights. Um, we've also lost to some really terrible teams. It's football, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I think next season it probably will be scrapped. In the long run, I'm not a massive fan of it. No, I, I think we should uh, we should keep week up. Maybe not next season, weight congestion. Yeah. Um, one, one less thing in it, but yeah, I think... Uh, you can't say it's it's not prestigious, Wayne. Well, just to be clear, the last major tournament that Wednesday won was the League Cup. Mm. That was in 1991, and a little bit of fact, they're the, we're the last team from outside the top flight of English football to win a major tournament. But 
it's the League Cup. If it was called the Rumbleos Cup back then, does anyone even know what Rumbleos is? No, it's Called the Milk Cup at one point. It was sponsored by Milk, for God's sake. Who was paying that sponsorship? <laughs> the cows. <laughs> it was sponsored by Daisy the Cow. It was once sponsored by the Coca-Cola, but they called the Coca-Cola Cup, which was a great name for a trophy. Yeah, but that's you, once you, in 40 years. It used to be a two-legged, didn't it? The first two rounds used to be two-legged. I mean, that was yeah. crazy. I don't know why they did that. Made no sense whatsoever. Um, I mean, really, did, did anyone want to see a two-legged tie between Rochdale and Port Vale? Come yeah. on. I've, I've got, we, we played Hull and Hull in two-legged tie in middle of August. I'm like, who cares? No, no, nobody cares about two-legged So a one-off game, just take it straight to penalties. Let's not play it 90 minutes. Let's just have a penalty shootout to decide who goes through. That's what they should do. Scrap actual football and just have a penalty shootout season next year. Maybe that's it. Like, yeah. it's, keep the league cup, but have it as like the equivalent of cricket's T20. But it's, <laughs> Shootout, and you have like six games in one day of just penalty shootouts or a five side tournament. You could have a five, a five a side tournament, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, you know, two man, you know, one man Wembley, whatever. Yeah, it all sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I think we've caught some really good ideas then. EFL, if you are watching, I am available. Um, I can advise you on how to deal with a perfect two man Wembley tournament. Um, it usually involves goal hanging, but it's all good. It's all good. We'll we'll work through it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some terms and conditions and regulations in place. It'll be fine. Heads and volleys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, heads and volleys. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else left to talk about, boys. Have we got anything else you want to mention before we uh, put everybody out of the misery? I think we should have Huddens' thought of the day. I think he's already given us thought of the day. That is going to be the new topic going forward. So we're starting this week with Macclesfield Town alike, save the guide dogs. <laughs> next week, next week, who knows? You know, maybe maybe Paul Chubka's best saves in a lead shirt. Possibly, we're not sure. Anything could happen. Are there any? No. <laughs> no. The, the the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen play for Leeds. Bless him. Oh, plus. Cool. We'll leave it there then. Uh, thanks, anybody that's listened. Uh, we will probably come again at some point in the future, next week, week after. Depends on people's work lives and stuff like that. Um, but I'm just excited to have football back. Our football back this week is going to be good. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Wayne, for your hashtag Scrap the League Cup campaign. I hope it fails miserably, but thanks anyway, I suppose. Get behind it, people. Get behind it. And Odin, thank you for your views on Macclesfield Town. I'm sure the well, they don't get many fans of this. You're not upset that many people, so I suppose there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Right, cheers, guys. Oh, I've set up an email address as well. I think northernmonkeysfootball at gmail.com. So anybody who wants to get in touch with, I don't know, something. If you want to argue at Odin's decision about you know Macclesfield and guide dogs or. You know, feel free. And we're on Twitter as well, Northern Monkeys Summit. I can't what we are now, but you'll find us, I'm sure. So, yeah, cheers, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.